What's happening? We're back with the Stream of Nonsenseness podcast. It's me, Harrison, your host. Today we've got Huddy. How you going? Hey, pretty good. It's our first female guest. So yes. Apolo- uh, apologies to everyone who's been listening. Who's been waiting for a girl to be on the show. It took well, long enough. Here I am. <laughs> we had to get the had to get the bad ones out of the way. Had to so, get. <laughs> so we could get so we could get finally a female presence. Well, it's a bit better. Greatest, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. I've actually had a lot going on. So it's taken me a while <laughs> it's to been get re- here. Really hard to track um. you down. <laughs> we had all these other commitments, photo shoots, and <laughs> album release parties That's and it. stuff. Yeah. Thanks for um, coming on. Thanks for having me. So how are you going? What, what's make going on time your... for my for my friends. What's going on in your world? Um, what's going on in my world? Well, let's not hit hard stuff too <laughs> too soon. So um, <laughs> yeah, just really like. So how do you feel about your life right now? Oh, let's definitely not touch okay. on that. <laughs> okay, um, just the fun stuff then. Um, what's going on with women in music today? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think we've got a lot of good female role models in music at the moment, which is good because yes. I feel like we've been waiting for a while. Um, I, I definitely have been. Like yeah. when Scissor came up, what was like three or four years ago? Like it was like just after I moved to Melbourne, so maybe like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved to Melbourne three yeah, years ago. Yeah. Whoa! It's been three marvelous years of a blur. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when she came out, I was kind of like, oh, thank God, like there's someone that I can kind of relate to. Wait, who I missed? Scissor. Oh, Scissor, yeah, 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 yeah. And then just recently I've come across like Princess Nokia, who's a rapper. Yeah, she's mad. She's I'm into her. mad. And like, I just love everything she stands for. I think she's really brilliant. And I just, I don't know, I guess there was like a time in like pop culture, like as much as I love J-Lo and shit like that, I feel like. It, like everyone just got a bit skanky like everyone was just yeah yeah like, there was like this kind of time in the in the mid 2000s where it was yeah. like gangster rap and then just like all these like girls like yeah like kind of just for the sake of i don't know being like that. A facade, eh? yeah, yeah yeah it was like this, this yeah everyone was kind of putting up an image yeah i guess it, not exclusive to to females in music because there's a lot of yeah shit male role models in music but there's been like a kind of an essence of everyone kind of coming back around Maybe it's to do with, like, there's been a lot of kind of grassroots movements of people in, like, every uh, genre being able to do it on their own. And so people come out and then yeah. they have their own, like, you know, following. Yeah, exactly. And staying true to their personas yeah, exactly. as opposed to, like, feeling like they need to fit in. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. don't get, like, the advance of, you know, 17 bajillion dollars and then they get told what to make. Yeah, well, I mean, look at Chance the Rapper, like, obviously exactly. not a female. Um, Wait, but... what? I thought <laughs> he was a girl. Time. Oh my god. Hey, easy on the table. On this. Um, you know, I like he's he hasn't been signed to anyone and then yeah. just recently took home all those Grammys at the yeah. Music Awards, which is like so cool because it just goes to show and I think Kehlani is like a really good Kehlani's um, good yeah everyone yeah. should check out Kehlani if they haven't yeah exactly yeah if you haven't like what have you I been think sleeping you, you, on I think you showed me her a little while ago and yeah. I was like yeah she's She's mad. amazing and like I, she because I'm like an R&B baby at heart like yeah. ultimately me too that's like where my love is in music it's definitely R&B and she's just brought it back like I just feel like everyone slept on it for a bit too long for my liking <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like where is it there was like a lot that. of good, a lot of good female R and B like ten years ago. Oh I, shit, yeah. And then, yeah. and then there was kind of a big lull of like not really so much. Maybe I just wasn't in touch with it. But yeah. Either way, I wasn't listening to any cool like chicks. Nah. Making R and B music for a while, and then recently, yeah, there's been all that, all that kind of stuff coming yeah. out again. Kalani and. Kalani, and then there's <laughs> Kalani. <laughs> I got my head. High pressure. <laughs> How else have we got up there in the R&B world? Um, well, I wouldn't say, like, I've got a lot of 
amazing female soul vocalist. So there's yeah. like Ego LMA. Um, she's from the UK and really, really. There's a lot of good stuff going to the UK female wise. Yes. I feel like just feel... out of the UK in general. Yeah, I feel like true. they're always popping off, like with their producers, with um, rappers, Little Sims. She's yeah, fucking yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, I know her. She's so good, and I love that her and Kailani are mates, and her and SZA actually as well. Because <laughs> like I follow them on Instagram, so I feel like we're really in touch with each other. And what's going on? Yeah. Um, but she. Um, yeah, Little Sims just put out her album that um, Stillness in Wonderland. Okay. And everyone was like, Kelani um, tipped off like on her Instagram. Scissor did the same. And like, I just love that. Like, that's like game recognized game. You know, instead of, I don't know. I think not literally the game recognized game. No, no, no. Get out of there. More like in the sense that like um, I feel like for a long time, especially with women in music, it was kind of like you had to so like solely focus on what you were up to as opposed to like being able to give credit where it was due to other female artists in fear of like that giving them too much to stand on it almost maybe like shadowing what you were doing yeah so yeah, like right. now i feel like there's like this kind of empowerment movement within music and the industry being like no nah, let's all just like stand together there's room for all of us which there always has been but i think that definitely the industry kind of made it out that there wasn't enough room for all of them and yeah. now they're all just like kind of standing on their own two feet you know without even being signed to like big like record companies and yeah, just totally. being able to shine where they deserve to shine, <laughs> and, like on the stage where it's like in terms of <laughs> in terms of like people who are like super signed and like big up there there's i mean i guess there's more now than there was but like Rihanna's the biggest one. Oh, like she's sure. she's the one that everyone. Oh, and Beyonce, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's your massive. two kind of pillars of like rabid fans, yes. kind of like massive people behind you. And otherwise, I don't know. In hip hop, there's 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 less like big names as well. Yeah. There's like there's like Nicki Minaj, but like no one really cared about it that much. I know, and I don't think a lot of people have a lot of respect for her. Yeah, which is they, sad because if you look at like a lot like before she came up. Yeah. She was fucking popping off, like, all of her stuff. Like, she did heaps of ciphers um, with, like, Lil Wayne and, like, um, what is it called? Like, Team Backpack or something like that. There's, like, oh, a, yeah, yeah, there's, I know that yeah, one, yeah, there's, like, something that she, um, like, there were just, like, all these rap nights and cipher nights that she'd go to, and she was so bold. Because she used to be really, like, she used to be really, like, New York as well. She, yeah. like, before she did this whole, like, Barbie thing, yeah. she was, like... She was kind she of was there, street. like, spitting bars and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She was, I mean, she came from the streets, and, like, that was... That was, I think, like, a big appeal in her, like, becoming this, like, prodigy of, like, a new Lil' Kim, almost, you know, because she yeah. was a bit rough and raw around the edges. Yeah, that was the she, thing. It was a new Lil' Kim. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had to kind of... Not there's anything wrong inherently with the, like, kind of bubblegum, kind of Barbie way she's doing now, which is still interesting, but it's not... It's not as you know like raw or yeah, it's like not raw, real it's, it's real yeah. you can't respect it as much you, you no know, exactly sell, like, billions of exactly it sells for sure you can yeah. see it sells but it's like at the same time it's just a, like there's nothing wrong with being ratchet at all whatsoever like i think that's <laughs> there's great there's nothing wrong with Let's, being ratchet no we should all actually praise all the ratchets <laughs> in the world for having the courage to be their true ratchet selves but i just think like and at the same degree, like, I don't know if that was really her idea or, like, yeah. if it was just kind of sold to her and then she was like, well, I can make heaps of money off this, so I'm just going to go with it. And then... Well, there's, well, there's millions of dollars at play, so, like, yeah. the lines get blurred when you get that massive, you know? Yeah, you kind of exactly. just, like... And you've got so many people whispering in your ear and behind you, so... Yeah. It, it makes it makes sense. Um, and since we're from Australia, we've got to talk about... Well, not from Australia. Clear that one up. We're in Australia. Iggy, <laughs> Iggy Azalea. 
It's uh, like she like came out of there. It was so funny, and she like <laughs> existed for like twenty seconds, and then the whole world just like demolished her. They just like yeah. crunched her. They're like, go away. Yeah, which is, which is kind of like I, I get it, but I also feel super like sad for her because she had to endure yeah. the worst. Like there was, I saw a clip of um. Heard a supermarket and there was paparazzi's like following around, like kill yourself, like your music sucks. Whoa, that's <laughs> so, just, so much. I know, like it's approach, unnecessary. I know, like no one needs that. And then like even like Erica Badu made this like really like she hosted the Soul Train Awards two thousand thirteen oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That yeah, was fucking funny. It was pretty funny, but it was also like it's so brutal. Major, she was watching because she like did like a fake phone call and she was like, <laughs> "Oh, Iggy, oh no, don't worry, no, no, what you're doing is not considered rap." And then, like <laughs> everyone in the audience is like, <laughs> "Shame." Yeah. Like, oh. Well, I mean, like it's not. I don't know. It's like she. Uh, I can't defend that because i don't think like we should be bullying people and yeah, I don't, but should... I, at the same time i don't really feel like it's bullying someone because like I, like i have so much respect for erica badu and like, <laughs> you don't, you don't you... know who you want to support no exactly i'm just like i will i obviously support erica badu yeah. and when i saw her i fucking cracked out because i was like finally like i don't know it's almost like when paparazzi do it it's like well fucking don't see you trying but erica badu who's made like so many like albums so like released so much music yeah and is such a kind of pivotal voice for young women to like listen to and like adhere to and relate to and then for her to say something like that is just has so much more ground to stand on you know like totally she's she's got the right to go there are so many good female artists from australia yeah Um, same for the great yes she's brilliant oh my god like Wow, what a <laughs> voice! Like she's amazing, yeah, she's and yeah, she's great. And there's Nairi as well. I think I know. I her. I saw her um, when I first moved here. Um, she opened for John Legend and Alicia Keys. Uh-huh. Um, she's from you see Sydney. Them? Yeah, Lucky. Oh that was God. that was Deluxe. so amazing. Yeah, shout outs to Byron for getting my ticket for that one because that was like that was a dream come true. Yeah, it's um, legendary. Yeah, that was amazing. But yeah, to see her open for them, and then I'd never really like heard a lot of female musicians from Australia and then obviously the you know biggest one Napalm from Hiatus yeah. Coyote she's yeah. her voice is just like yeah, I mean the roots gave her props like yeah. if that doesn't say anything I don't know what else will like yeah, she's yeah, totally. so amazing and then to see I've seen her live a few times and like I just never you never get bored of hearing her voice or like her seeing her perform because she's just so animated and so believes heavily in everything that she sings it's just like, I don't know, almost like going to church, you know? You're just like, I believe in you, girl. Preach the gospel. <laughs> yeah, preach. My flatmate went and photographed um, some artists at a festival kind of recently. She said she she met her and said she was a total, like, really mean to her. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, I that's think that's hearsay, like, but, yeah, you know, yeah. just throwing but it think, out there, a little bit I of shade. It's, it's also, like, I think it's definitely, like, in how you are approached as well. Like, oh, I, don't yeah, think, totally. I don't think that, um, I know your house name, she's brilliant, <laughs> so obviously, like, it wouldn't have been her, but then, like, we're all just people at the end of the day and like, oh, totally. I'm, I'm not i'm not yeah, anyone in the yeah. situation i just I feel like funny. if you're having a bad day and then like that's kind of like the last thing you want to be doing yeah and like even though it's like your job technically i feel like sometimes well, technically her only job was to show up and perform you know so she didn't yeah. really owe it to anyone else yeah, to exactly. do anything else so yeah. she, i don't know like what else happened to her that day that might have made her but I, <laughs> I like seen, how you're like putting the pr spin on it you're like look i just think whatever well, look, i've seen i've seen a lot of her other interviews with yeah. people that aren't like super famous like these guys that used to come into docklands um they had a um youtube channel 
Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, alert. hold up. Yeah, I can't even fucking remember their name. It's like terrible. But it's they okay. were like, we don't have to name and they were, them. yeah, they were trendy kids. Um, they would go to festivals and like interview people. Anyway, they were like coming up. They were not like they haven't even popped off. I think they're <laughs> coming up. Like, still dark. continuing to yeah, come exactly. up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But they were Never trying really up. hard. They were trying really hard and like interviewing lots of musicians and stuff. Anyway, they got some time with her, and like the kid that was like interviewing her is like a bit awkward his name's ed i know like i know him from work ed yeah shout out to ed um and like you could tell like he had done his research and like wanted to make sure he was kind of asking her appropriate questions and like things that would be relatable but um yeah and like that interview i thought was pretty good because she was really kind to him um, but then, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, bit of, it's a bit of a side note. <laughs> it's funny though the kind of like obligation of um, celebrities to be like the upstanding people for everyone all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. It's it's it's, it's too a lot much of pressure. Yeah. Because I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I know on my bad days, I'm not. And you're a celebrity, so, yeah, so yeah. you definitely can relate to this. <laughs> well, because just like in regards to being at work, you know, when you're like not in your like finest hour and you're kind of like putting on a front because you have to especially like in any sort of service industry where you're yeah. like um, shout out to service industry yeah and you you know you got to appease people and it's not always that easy and sometimes people just get on your nerves for no reason you know absolutely yeah. no reason they've just done nothing rude to you but you just like you just don't like that person and like, yeah. <laughs> it holds no like kind of meaning or anything toward no, that person no, no, it's totally. just like yeah so I just mean like from a normal person's point of view, like that, yeah. I can relate. Another masterful segue to the service industry that you work in. And yeah, that'd so be the one in the sky. The sky is a flight attendant, <laughs> which is pretty fun. Is it? I was, yeah, I was really, really fucking stoked when I got the job. Eh? Yeah, like, it's, I was, a, it's a cool job to have. It is. And not like, many people like know someone or have ever worked like that. Like it's so foreign to a lot of people. Yeah. They're just kind of like oh yeah i guess that is a job you i know just, never... that was that was exactly how it like came up for me i was working at a um at flight center i just like recently got that job and mm. just started i think i stayed there for like a month and was like oh, a whole month, a whole month. <laughs> oh, you're um, probably my only job that i really really could not stand and i've worked in a few jobs that i didn't like that much but that one was probably the worst i was just like sitting behind a desk all day like on a phone and the computer it's just like not really for me yeah and um yeah, and so anyway, I was working there. I met this guy, and he was like, "Oh, have you ever worked as?" He's like, "Oh, did you ever work in a flight as a flight attendant? You'd just be so perfect for it." And I was like, "No." And he's yeah, like, cool, you should, "I'll do it. Get yeah, me out of here right no. now." <laughs> and then he was just like, "You should apply." I know Qantas is hiring, so I applied. And then literally, like a couple of days later, they were like, "Yep, we really liked your CV. Come in for this group interview." And it all just happened so fast. So it was obviously like meant to be. Um, yeah but like it was definitely not something i ever imagined myself doing and i'm really really glad that i got into and um it's so funny like i was talking the other day about how i've like cvs are so irrelevant because i've just worked in hospitality my whole life i haven't used a, a cv to get a job in australia yeah. ever because like the, just it's, so, people. it's so funny like because yeah. because when you do this like, this side when it's just behind a counter or just cooking something or just making coffee like it just you like it it's a real job obviously it's a real job but it doesn't feel like it because you can just be like oh, can I, like, I know someone, like, can I, I need, no, you're hiring, I'll do a shift tomorrow. They're like, yeah, cool, like, okay, sweet, you're on there. And then there's the other side, you're like, okay, so we like your CV, we'll do a group interview, yeah. and then we'll do a blood analysis, and then we're going to talk <laughs> Actually, to you. Actually, though, you have to do a medical exam. And, well, like, there you go, sure shit, that that's like, ridiculous. enough, and... Yeah, do 100 press-ups on the spot. Just well, you, there's, like, a height requirement and stuff. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's, it's like, so ridiculous. It's, I, don't, I mean, like, it makes sense if 
you're like i mean it's a multi-billion dollar industry totally you know it's i mean like they i've spent multi-billion dollars on they've, getting they've home sent us emails all the time of like how well um the company is doing and Not one good. of them yeah one of them was saying how much the company actually contributes to the australian dollar Oh yeah, and it was actually quite a lot. And really, that's yeah, ridiculous. It was really, yeah, and just I mean, your one. Yeah, oh and when God. I first when I first started, like they had actually um, underestimated the profit that they were going to make, so everyone got a bonus. Oh, what a problem! <laughs> yeah, everyone got a bonus from it. So like every that's single mad. flight attendant within Australia got a like a minimum bonus of two and a half grand. Just, Gee, like, just, just because. Just because. And then like there's all this, like the managers on board would have got more, all the managers like on the base ground got more, like oh, there's man. just like that's so I'm much the wrong money. Job. <laughs> like, well, it's just crazy because like, you know, we first start, like when you're doing training and stuff, it's so hectic. And then we finally got out there and they were like, yeah, cool. So you're actually getting a bonus of two and a half. Like, <laughs> well done. Like, oh, like, what am I just signed up for? Like, I have my arm, take my leg. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. care. I don't need to move anymore. Yeah. That's everything. I'm, I'm living house. here. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Yeah. So that was like that was really awesome and um yeah so it's, it's really interest, interesting but it's like you know when you first start the whole the whole thing is like oh uh, like you're here to save lives like in an emergency situation like ultimately Sheesh. that's really what you're there for intimidating it was pressure. Quite, i mean it's just yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of responsibility and i think like when you do the kind of emergency procedure side of things and you see like how many accidents have happened in the world and actually how many people have survived in those accidents because yeah. of the crew on board. Yeah, you're right. like, it's actually quite astounding. You're like, even if there was an accident, your chance of dying in that accident is so slim. I think it's like 3% or something like that. Like that's, it's so it's a lot, low. Though, for your life. <laughs> 3%. I mean, but I mean, you got, you get in more, there's more risk getting into your car every day. You know, like you do more I don't have a car, so check, mate. <laughs> Guess I'm invincible. Yeah, all right, well in that case, okay, mother. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Or no, just yeah, think, yeah. like, and that's, you know, like, we do pretty risky things every day. Like, you know, even going for a walk can be technically considered risky if you don't cross when it's not a green Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah And in every situation, there's always, like, a like a low-level, you know, risk of danger. But in that... And it's, it's the whole being above the, yeah. the earth, though, that makes it, like, so much more real, yeah. you know? Like, it just makes it so much more in your face at that point. But, yeah. And it's, I mean, I, like, I never was, like, much of a, um, plane fanatic. I never got into that. But, really? Like, so, I'm a plane fanatic. So I, <laughs> everyone that I did training with was, like, so into it. They're all, really? like, like, aviation geeks. There's, like, actually a term for them. They all would, like, be on their phones, like, being like, oh, my God, like, so this aircraft is different from this aircraft. Like, this <laughs> is serious? What's yeah, I'm serious. What? Like, I'm dead serious. People love that shit. People on board, like, that don't even work in the industry are, like, yeah. This is an Airbus A330. <laughs> it's the S-series, so it's yeah. got the extra. It's like, oh my gosh, like, you know more about this thing than I do. Yeah, like, you're just like, uh, to... uh, you're, you're sweet, just holler if you need some drinks. But well, Actually, though, I'm like, all I need to know, like, bare minimum is, like, where the emergency equipment is in, like, the very unlikely case of an emergency. But then, predominantly, what my job is is just, like, what I've done for the rest of my life, which is just serving people like me. Yeah, sure yeah, everyone's right. happy on their like four hour flight to Perth, you know, like, <laughs> I don't think it's like terribly hard day to day, but I know that there are definitely a lot more people that I feel really like confident about flying with because, because I know, know that, from the inside. Yeah. Because yeah, I know yeah, how yeah. passionately they care. They take it like how seriously they take their job and like knowing. Yeah, that is, that is like good to it's know. It's pretty reassuring. Yeah. Like, yeah. For me, I like, I've always been a really like confident flyer. I love flying. Um, You'd hope so. I, never, I would job. never do long haul though, which is like yeah. all overseas because it's just like, I feel like that just becomes your life. 
Yeah, because you know, you're just with, constantly going there and there and here. And, and like, there. you're away for really long amounts of time and then you come... Everyone's like, you get more time off when you do long haul, but it's like, you don't really get to choose <laughs> when you get the time off. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, like, leave, I wouldn't leave it that up in the air. If I was going to have, like... It, my life revolves around knowing what I'm doing yeah. in the next two days. Like, no, exactly. There's, there's and I no think, way I could do that. Exactly. And I think like that's the beauty of short haul is like I can go away like on a trip, like go to Sydney, come back, all in a day's work. You know? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like and then at the end of the day I still so get to come pe- home and like drink with my friends and like still have a life yeah, with yeah, people totally. that don't work in the airline industry. So so for the people you're you're doing only within the country kind of flights. I'm mostly domestic, but then like short haul also includes because we're in Australia is like New Zealand um, they do Bali flights. Yeah, New Zealand's probably the best place in the world. Don't pick up too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not because I'm a native of there or anything. It's really because it's a beautiful place. Um, no, but I just think like, yeah, so there's like Bali in the summer and then there's Singapore, sometimes out of Perth. That's, um, is it that close? China. Yeah, so it's like... Get how big it's Australia like a, is, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> Australia is massive. Getting over man. it is like most of the journey to yeah, like, like, anyway, like Southeast Asia. Yeah, like even flights to Darwin is like... Three and a half hours, like it's yeah, like it's like longer long to get flight. to New Zealand. I mean, yeah. shorter to get to New Zealand. Than yeah, that. That's ridiculous. it's crazy. So I mean, like, but then you look at it on the globe, and you're like, that actually makes a lot of sense because like <laughs> I've never looked the at a glo- scale of Australia is just <laughs> yeah. so massive. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Australia takes up 99 percent of the world. Is that? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know everything else is you're just one percent. <laughs> Trust you're me, you're a genius. I know, I know. That's why sure. I run a podcast. So what's something about about being air hostess or flying that, that someone wouldn't know? Is there anything like in, um, well, in The funniest facts? thing is like everyone thinks like, oh, it's so glamorous and shit. It's like honestly most of my day is spent repeating the same, same thing I've said. To, so, yeah, exactly. Over and over again. Hey, how are you? Hello. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. Hi. Hello. But, but I mean, that's, that's the same for, for, for every service industry, I think, for the most part. You know, when you work in a counter at a cafe, it's the same thing. That's so. true, actually. I've like I used to say that when I was working as a barista, I would be like, Sometimes I just feel like I'm having the same conversation yeah, with totally. like a different person like 50 times a day. You've been like, busy. What did you like, get up to really... this weekend? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I did this, this, and this, and they go, and someone you comes in, and you're like, cool, so I did this, and this. but you're like, get so tired of hearing your own voice that you're just like, someone else have something to contribute to this conversation, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah, like, come in, like, even if someone's like, you know, not rude, but just say something weird. You're like, oh, okay. So yeah, I know. It catches say, you off guard. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, and then they're gone. And then you're like, shit, I missed my moment. To like have a proper conversation with someone. Like, come back. Yeah, exactly. I've already scanned him. He's on board. Yeah, like, exactly. I'll remember where you're sitting at Team D. <laughs> come like, find them on the plane. And you're like. Ah. That was a great conversation. <laughs> by the way. He's like, I need to get off the plane now. <laughs> you've, you've scared me way too much. Um... Probably, I'll talk about some of my pet peeves. Mm-hmm. So if anyone that is flying don't on do an this. hour flight, yeah, don't, don't do, this, do ever. this. Please don't touch your flight attendant. That's like the number That's one. That's number one in anything. Like, That's, you sh- like you don't touch someone what, do people, in do the workspace. Yeah, it's like the worst part about it is, is that they're kind of like hip height because uh, everyone's yeah. sitting down. Yeah. So like some people like like will like get grab your belt. Oh really? They just kind of hook you. Yeah, we'll just like hold it like or just like pull it a little, tuck it a little bit like That's... excuse me miss and I'm like there's a button above you like <laughs> my literally. pants are not a button no like or just like yeah touch your hips and stuff like that don't, yeah, don't do weird. that that's really not nice I would never come into someone else's workplace and do that and I don't like it I don't appreciate it so don't do that don't do that um, another thing is if we're in like a 50 minute flight please don't order more than three drinks like it's <laughs> just ridiculous like it's 50 minutes by the I time I totally do this so many people do it they're like 
oh cool so i'll just get um a ginger beer some sparkling water a wine a water and oh my gosh are you guys doing tea i love a tea i'm like bitch how are you gonna drink this in 50 minutes i'm like this is a, this is my key tactic now i'm just yeah. like I'll give you the, like, what would you like the most? Because I'll give you two at a time. Once you're ready for the other two, just press your call bell. I'll come back. And they never come back? Because I'm honest. No, I, I'm fine to give them the drinks. I just yeah. hate wastage. Yeah, yeah. My biggest problem is that these people oh, okay. order all of these things, have, you like, little sips of everything. Anything. No, I hate it. Because we yeah. can't recycle anything that's got liquid in it. And it, like... That's, I mean, like, we're already polluting the fucking earth from being... So what you should sky. do is you should go around and just drink all the empty ones at the end. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, skull down tea, like an extra little bourbon and coke. Yeah, just at the back. I guess yeah, that's, no. like, on us now. Like, yeah, it's really, on you, but it. you should be doing <laughs> Do you okay. even care about the planet? <laughs> exactly. Drunk and bloated <laughs> and full of tea. Just... Um, what yeah. else is an interesting thing? We have to wear makeup. I, re- oh, I figured as much. We have to. Like... Even if you're a boy... No, actually, boys... Well, they should. Yeah. Boys wear makeup. Well, a lot of them do. Yeah. So that's fine. I feel more at home with my (laughs) my company when when they've all got makeup on. Yeah. But um, I just think it's really weird. Like, some days, I'm just like... You don't want it. I'd really just rather just put some mascara on and call it a day. You know, like, I've just... Like, that would be enough for me, but... um, What happened if you came in without makeup on? They'd be like... So, the thing is... Okay, so, like... But here's a kid, go. Yeah, well, like, most... CSMs would be like would never say anything like with oh, their onboard manager would never say anything. Lingo, a bit of lingo like, there for you. Yeah, that's a customer service manager. All of you acronym <laughs> acronym <fees>. out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so like they would like most of them wouldn't give a shit, and they're really the only ones with the power to say like you should have been wearing makeup, but you can get ridden up for Oops, it. Drop my ring. Um, yeah, you can get ridden up for it, which I think is really stupid. Um, I just would like to see that change. Another thing that I find really funny, I'm like, I believe they're listening and they're like, they're gonna change all the stuff. They're like, oh, Heidi said that. Don't wear makeup. Um, no, is that a lot of people just assume that pilots are men? And yeah, like, I guess you do, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, because for a really long time, password. It was only yeah. yeah, it was like a like, and it still is like a male predominant like career. Yeah. Um, and but the funniest thing was I was working with. Um, some chick from Brisbane like ages ago who's quite senior she'd been flying for like 40 plus years she yeah, yeah she's deep in it um, and dog. she was making some good cash though um, she was saying about how like when she first started that pilots would when she'd go into the um, flight deck to give them their meals and things like that they'd be like oh you know aren't you lucky like it, you know even though you're a woman you can come up and see how you know the, the boys do it up here and really stuff. and it was like like funny for them they could fully like ma- openly make jokes about how women weren't ever like gonna God, be that's pretty flying grim. they would never just like it wouldn't be a job for women yeah they're just like oh it's you know it's women's crazy brains can't handle that they're too small and yeah like, they'd be all they'd probably get, start crying or yeah, something exactly. wouldn't they far too emotional <laughs> yeah, yeah what the hell? They couldn't. and so and so now it's really cool to see like often whenever I see a woman part I'm just like yes you go girl and yeah like, fly that plane yeah you fly that plane girl um, and then like I've got friends that I did training with who are flight attendants and who are also doing flying lessons so that they yeah. can eventually become pilots duality yeah and Beautiful. I like and in that way like they they know how hard flight attendants have got it because we're kind of like the face of it and bear the brunt of it all like Pilots can be like, oh, we're delayed by this much because of this and this and this. Whereas but they get to sit in they, they just have to sit in their yeah, little pit yeah. and don't have to deal with anyone. Whereas like people that have got complaints, like we're the ones that have to like comfort them and be like, it's gonna be okay. You're still gonna get there on time. Yeah. Don't touch my hips. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't get that tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm here for you. Yeah. So that's there you um, go. There you go. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> that's in the whole thing in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> 
I'm going to do our first and only item on the show. We need to get some more at some point, but for now we just got the one. So I want you to go over to the CDs I've got over there, all the vinyls, and you're going to pick one CD that reminds you of like a good time in your life or something that... That's you... a great idea. <laughs> it means a lot to you. I'll just, I'll just let you do that. All right, so what did you choose? I went with... Lil Wayne. Louise, baby. The Carter. The Carter three, three on Carter three. Tris. Um. And why did you choose that one? So every fucking song on this reminds me of my like best best friends back home, Nooch and Moons. Um, because when we first, I, I, who had a car first? I think Nooch had a car first. Classic Nooch. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got my Mitsubishi Galant. It was like secondhand <laughs> oh, for my brother. Um. And like it was such a piece of shit. Actually, brilliant car. Like worked, got you from A to B. That's all you really per- need. That's the perfect car as far as I'm concerned. Look, if a car drives and it gets you there and me with you, then yeah, that's then great. That's brilliant. Yeah, but, sign um, me up. It it was like like not gra- not a good looking car, but the sound system man, was decked out because my like friend worked at Repco. I have. And. Not like heaps proud of this, but he stole heaps of shit from there and we just like give it to all of us. I'm proud of him. Yeah, so thanks. I won't say your name. I'm in shame. But he, so he gave me a really good sound system and then I just remember like cruising around with my girls to this album. Yeah, and, solid. Yeah, whole- and just like, and thrashing it and just getting like, having a good time. <laughs> 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 It's just heaven. Music, friends, good times. I can relate to that. I've had some good times to that album yeah, too, definitely. It, yes. No, but seriously, it was such like a big part of New Zealand culture, yeah, totally. like hip hop. Yeah, it was like, especially especially around the kind of Lil Wayne, and there was like the ringtone rap kind of time, oh. where like everyone would just have like a shitty MP3 player with all these like tunes on it, and you're like, everyone would just be like, yeah, like, you yeah. know, little jams. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got all their like little jams like burned to a CD or something, and you always listen to it. But especially Lil Wayne, he got me into rap, and that album is just like a perfect summation. It's his, I think it's his fifth album or sixth album so it'd been around the block at that point but that mm. was that was when he was really coming yeah, up yeah, yeah when, that album sold, sold, sold a million first week so it went platinum in one week like off pure sales which is like unheard of these days that'll yeah. never happen again these days because people no one buys albums anymore no exactly there's no point because you just pay ten dollars for spotify and you've got all the music anyway yeah Except for so me, who has every album on a CD. Because <laughs> CDs are cool. CDs are cool, and I love Thank you, Hariata, for yes. confirming that I yeah. am, in fact, cool. <laughs> someone uh, had to. Someone, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's listening, like, why is he still talking? <laughs> this is why, because I'm cool. No, that's a good album. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. That's something I own on CD. I got two copies of that on vinyl, and like one on CD, one yeah. on. One on inside of my brain and a million <laughs> on my Just playing iPhone. all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Just to touch on like how everyone had like MP3 players back in the day. Please, please, I indulge. remember how like my parents would say like, oh, you know, like it's amazing. Like they loved like obviously being able to listen to music wherever they went. But it yeah. was also kind of like this disconnection. Like it was kind of, it was obviously pre-social media. So this was kind of like the beginning of it all where people could just like 
tune out, not have to listen to what was going on around them because they yeah. could just listen to music. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in some form, like I think that's really amazing because sometimes you don't always want to listen to the bullshit that's going on around you. <laughs> and if true. you can just drown yourself with good music, then why wouldn't you? Yeah. But like in terms of like walking down the street where you would usually say hi to someone, if someone yeah. had headphones in, they could just ignore you. And it was just kind of like... So they, they weren't a fan of that. They were like, this is... No, like- well, they were just kind of like, well, it's like, it's, it's great that you can listen to music wherever you are, but also I find it like quite like disconnecting, like because if we were like at dinner or something and mum and dad always had music playing because they're just like really cool like that but my you know my brothers <laughs> would be sick. like we don't want to listen to fucking African drums anymore like we're gonna put in <laughs> why not I know yeah. I know what's wrong with you they would now yeah, but good. like you know teenage angst kicked in and they were like want to listen to rap all the time yep. or like whatever they were listening to I never to. got out of that unfortunately yeah. <laughs> I still am in yeah that, I'm still so. teenage angst <laughs> But I just think it's, like, really funny that, like, that was... You think about it in a different way. Yeah, like, yeah. that was kind of, like, the beginning point of, like, my... You know, and then, like, when social media became a thing and, like, you know, your parents would be, like... You'd have to, like, disconnect your phone to get the internet going. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, my yeah. parents would be, like, we need to talk to your grandma. I'm, like, you saw her yesterday. I'm yeah. on fucking Sissy Fight or some <laughs> shit. Like, weird game that was like, interactive <laughs> with people all over the world. Yeah. Oh, sissy what fight. What the hell is sissy oh fight? Oh my gosh, you have. <laughs> so it was a, such a good game. So okay, was like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to write it down for you all. Yeah, please. like an, it was a, an interactive game so like anyone could make a character yeah and um you'd make this kind of like little caricature cartoon girl yeah. you'd like put her in a uniform and stuff yeah and then you like <laughs> and then you go into these rooms so there were like these chat rooms and they could never be more than six people and you'd go into these rooms and sometimes you could go into a room with like two or three of your friends and then like the way to like win the game was like being the like the last two people there Right, okay. and so, so you like have to like fight to the death. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. had moves, so you yeah. could like. So each round, it was like you could like suck on a lollipop, or you could like. What? I know, I know. What? It's weird. It gets real weird. I'm not proud of it, but I was obsessed with this game. Sissy fight. Sissy fight. So it was like, and then so you so you could look. So they were like, they're like, okay, round one, and then there were the options were like lick a lollipop, and it yeah. was like super innocent, but you only got three of those, so you don't want to waste them. In the <laughs> then there was like you could tattle on someone, and then that okay. meant that no one would like you because you just tattled on someone. But unless more than more than th- if two or more people tattled on the same person, then that person got eliminated. Okay. So like this is like group psychology exactly, kind of like it was really fucking weird. And like my parents were always like, "What the fuck is this game?" And because it was like I'm I, like, "What the fuck is this I, game?" You'd never, never play. Like none of my friends from school knew this game. I don't know how I found it. I think maybe like one of my brothers like came across it oh, by accident. Oh, fight. No, came across it by accident, and then I just got obsessed with it. And like there were like rankings, and like you could like I just the leaderboards that you could be the best yeah. sissy fighter. And I mostly liked it because you could um like choose what the per- like the little character looks like oh you'd like. be like the customization like, yeah like yeah, the yeah. customization I was like oh cool she's gonna have a pink uniform obviously <laughs> brown hair like yeah. a bit of a tan Blue I don't know eyes. what look I was going for <laughs> <laughs> Green she sounds shoes. so dissimilar for me. So it's just really weird. But um, no, it was like that was a fucking weird game that I really like to play. Also, there was that Neopet. Yeah, game. yeah, Neopet. We talked about Neopets for heaps in the first podcast. Oh we, yeah, we, we, so everyone, this, everyone knows this Neopets. It's universal. It was like the first, like when when we first kind of realized that we could interact with yeah, people you, from you, all over the you world. You could like yeah, log on to something and all be a part of something. Yeah, kind of Hebo Hotel. Hebo Hotel. Yeah, that's a classic. I've been yeah. I've spent a lot of time on that. Um, I think it got a bit too seedy for me. They were uh, like they definitely all got a, yeah. They all got a bit seedy. My um my little sister was obsessed with the star dolls, which is like it's kind of like. Oh, see, I feel like she would like sissy fight. I feel like her. Probably, she probably would. Sissy fight Victoria, sometime. go on sissy fight. 
But, um, I wonder if it's still out there. We should go maybe we should, after. Uh, straight yeah. after. We'll go straight to Sissy Fight. But she, Star Dolls was like, it was like kind of like a dress up thing where you just like, oh. I don't even know what the game was. I think it was just that like you had a person you could just put different clothes on them. Fun. But, but I she like would it like, already. But, but she, <laughs> where do I sign up? Um, but she would like um, hassle my parents part of me to buy like extra clothes on it with like, real money oh, and you yeah, could like yeah, get yeah. star dollars whatever yeah but she'd like end up like do like chores for the star dollars and stuff and like made, like, made our parents spend so much money on just like a virtual top and oh, something wow. and like i think now she like looks back she's like oh man that was so funny but also like <laughs> that was so cool like, she was so into it yeah, and that was like i think that's cool stand by your, your dreams girl. <laughs> <laughs> don't let your dreams be dreams <laughs> Go on Sissy Fight. Go on. I think what? she might actually really like Sissy Fight. But then also, I don't know how cool it is now, like if it's still going. Yeah, who Probably knows? Not. Anyway, but enough about Sissy Fight. Um, <laughs> before Why? that, talking about... Oh, yeah. So I think it's that it also it makes the point of when your parents are growing up, music was something that had its time and its place probably, you know? You'd like go oh, put a CD yeah. on, put a record on, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, they probably saw it coming into like, when it was just like always there and always available. Well, because they would have it like all the time. Like we'd be driving, they would be playing music. When, yeah. You know, like as soon as we woke up, we'd never be allowed to put the TV on in the morning, but there would always be music on, always in our house. Like yeah, yeah, even man. to this day, every time I go home, like if the house is quiet, it's strange to me. Like I'm like, yeah. okay, definitely no one's it's home. It's the same as, as my house as yeah. well. Yeah. I think it's, it's awesome. And I think it's, it's really important. Music yeah. is, pretty cool but it's it's just like i definitely like had like i think in their generation was like you know party times or something and they were kind of like oh we can incorporate this to everyday life like and radio was such a big thing then and also because like when you were listening to music you were supporting someone that you believed in like whereas now i feel like we have so much access to so much music people don't believe in people anymore like I like I love Kehlani and I think like she's amazing and stuff and I believe in her but then like I know that she has so many fans because she has so many fucking fans that don't like I don't I don't know like I don't feel like it's the same hype like people don't you know like I was looking through some um, magazines that my parents used to have and they'd have like full profiles like drawn out of these people like what's your favorite like song what's your favorite movie what's your favorite color like all this shit like trying to like be like oh i know them because i know their favorite movie and their favorite color and shit like that yeah. people don't care about that stuff anymore it's like i know every word to the like that album that kailani's got but they wouldn't yeah. know like anything about like her upbringing or anything like that and like unless you took the time to like watch interviews and stuff like which still a lot but, of people but is do that, is that super important though to know stuff about it like, i think is, so is, because is, it makes it makes the music understandable like I mean, we can all yeah, relate but, to music, but like when you know what like someone has been through and why they wrote a song particularly, then you're like, whoa, like there has so much power in it because of like what you went through as a person and like why you decided to write that in that way. But also some like old school artists who are like, you know, some of the, like for instance, Prince is someone who's like, oh, yeah. he's like entirely music. Like you don't know yeah. anything about Prince. He's just yeah. like this like shamanic entity. Yeah. yeah, like he is just music and someone like Michael Jackson you know his story, but his story is just, he just makes music and has forever, you know? Well, like, I think there was a lot to his oh, story, uh, actually. Well, I mean, in terms of, like, yeah, his family, like, obviously. And then him, like, being a pedophile. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't think, obviously, it had nothing to do with his music. So that's why people were able to kind of. Yeah, differentiate like, between the art and the person yeah that, and it's a, like chris brown you yeah know, it's, like, it's a big feature of, of um people who are contentious like r kelly as well another yeah one exactly like, it's like oh i can't support them because like they're like i consider them to be a shit person because they yeah. did this but it's like i mean like i fucking hate chris brown i hate him i think yeah. he's like 
the worst person ever, but I still love so many of his songs. And yeah. like, I wish I didn't almost because then I would be like, I don't support you and shit. And like, I download all of his music just to be like, fuck you. <laughs> but I, at the same time, I'm like, you don't. Is, it, is it bad? You know, I'm like, yeah, I don't think it, you're not doing anything. I'm not holding like a moral conscience by yeah. being like. I mean, by not listening to it, you're not doing anything to him. You're not doing, no. you're not doing anything to anyone apart from yourself. Yeah. Like, you're the only one that's affecting if you stop listening to his music. Exactly, which I really like. If you're ever trying to get laid, put some Chris Brown on, like, that's your ticket. That is the one. Like, she, she wouldn't even need to look at you. She'd just be like, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> she's just like, okay, cool. Yeah, she hasn't you just turn around and she's nude. Like, yeah, exactly, out of nowhere. Yeah, no. Oh, wow, I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, just tips that might work a treat. Exactly. Um, other tricks to get hurt? No. <laughs> this is Hardy's five tips to getting laid. It's a new item on the podcast is when you uh, tell us. This could be like a hot thing though, I feel like. <laughs> I think maybe. you can make every come back you could do a recalling like I could call you next week maybe and then like at mm. the end you could just be like, you know, another These five, are tips. five tips. Honey's five tips. We could do a different five tips next week. You do like five tips to Why only did t- I only did one that time. Okay, well what do you we'll do, what the other four? Well oh, fuck. Four four more tips. <laughs> yeah, you got four I more tips. Come up with five every week, guys. Every week. It's not that easy. <laughs> um if you can go down on her, then like, <laughs> you're probably definitely gonna get laid. Like, like not not a guarantee, but like most likely this is like this is like in the movie when like, like <laughs> nothing's happened yet like you've just done a first date and you just like walk over to it she's like what the hell <laughs> I, I got told I got told in the podcast I listened to her and uh look Harrison wouldn't lie to me <laughs> look we I don't want another three tips you don't? no not cook really cook for her <laughs> cook for her food always works just, if you can't cook just buy her some food I can't guarantee food. you that that food would get away. Food works Food works just if you that's, want someone yeah. to like you. Yeah. Just anyone. Yes, that's actually true. If you want to make friends, yeah. bake just, some motherfucking scones yeah. and take them around. Hey, you know what's funny? It's, it's a kind of related story. When I started at Code Black, um, after a while, like I felt really like, I was, I, I was really enjoying my job and then it was like Rita's birthday and I like, for, for some reason I like wanted to cook her cookies and I was like I'll make her cookies oh. for her birthday because I thought it'd be really sweet. Yeah. But I, like, I didn't really like it that much. Just yeah. my boss at the time. Like, and Huddy knows her and she's, yeah. she's nice enough but she's like not a she's, mate she's an interesting character but she's yeah. not a mate but for some reason I wanted to like make her cookies and so I did and I'm like why? Well, I don't know why I did that but and then she, you're a nice person and you were yeah, like if it was my birthday I wouldn't mind some cookies exactly I think I got some cookies for one birthday so maybe that was like <laughs> kind of still ringing in my head maybe I could be the one to give it to her and she seemed kind of excited she was kind of like oh that's so nice and then the next day she was like oh my flatmate um, bit one and then broke her tooth <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. <laughs> Lucky you didn't buy it. Yeah. But like, she seemed like kind of like, I was like, oh, oh that's, sorry. Just, oh, no, it's fine. But like her face said that it wasn't fine. <laughs> she was like, really mean about it. <laughs> Like, so, step it, one of like wanting to make friends is maybe know how to cook. Yeah. Also, I had one of those cookies and they were bombs. So yeah, they, I don't see, know. Yeah, see. I don't know where maybe her flatmate. Maybe has, she was just trying to be mean to me for no reason. Maybe. I, I wouldn't really put it past it's a power her. trip. Thing. Yeah, it probably yeah, was a power sure. trip. It was like you did something nice, but I still got the upper hand. Yeah. Step just... step three of getting people to like you: don't do weird power trips like that because <laughs> <laughs> people won't like you. Everyone like Try and play weird psych games with you. Yeah, exactly. That's... It, it's like a, that's like a weird thing that happens with guys sometimes with guys who don't know each other super well, but they're kind of like kind of like you know boys, but they'll do like kind of weird things to like one up each other a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, go, like go get my drinks, bro. Like, oh nah, yeah. and it'll be like 
get him, bro. Fucking get him for me. And then it'll be like, nah. And then it'll be like, you know, like if you get it, you're like, you know, Being you're a little a bitch. bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I've been around situations think... like that and it's so weird and toxic. And it's like, I'm so glad that people I know now are like never that. like yeah. that. But I've known people like that. Oh, sugar. Um, <laughs> what is really strange is that I know girls like that too. So maybe it's, it's a like, universal thing. It's then. like, it's definitely not like a, um, a gender thing. I think it's just like strange that people do that in the first place. Like, yeah. What does that prove? Yeah, it's good. If you can get someone to like do something, do something <laughs> for you, and also like I'm like I was raised that you know you you just like listen, you just always listen. Like especially if it's someone you don't know or someone that's older than you, you just always have to respect them. And like I've like. I wouldn't necessarily think of it. It's so your mentality toward it. Because, like, for me, if someone was like, go get me a drink, I'd be like, sweet. Like, I'd go yeah, get it yeah, straight totally. away. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just do it to be nice. Yeah, right? just do it to be nice. It's ours right as well. Exactly. You know? yeah. And then, like, but there is, like, a lot of kind of... And then you'd see how they react to the fact that you did it to, for them. And then you're just kind of like, hold up. I was just doing it to be nice because yeah, like, yeah. I'm a good person. Or I'm trying to be. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not making it damn easy. Because like, <laughs> I don't fucking hate you and I'm never giving you a thing again. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, it, and it's such a strange thing because then, yeah, it's like as soon as you'd see their reaction, like some people just be like, oh, thanks. Like, and still now, like if any one of my close friends was like, can you do this for me? I'd be like straight away. Yes, of course, yeah, I would yeah. do that for you. But then, like, and, like, if someone I didn't know, like, asked me to do something and I'd do it, and then just seeing their reaction and being like, yeah, see, I can get you to do anything. And then you're just kind of like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? That that you get off on that or that that means anything to you because it's like... I guess it's like something they've got to deal with, though. They're, you know, the thing thing that gives you, like, the, you know, the peace of mind situation. And pleasure, I think. Like, I mean, I've worked in the service industry my whole life, like, and it's not, and I don't think it's, like, just in my job. It's, like, in my nature. Mm. And that's probably why I've always been, like, don't brag, but pretty good at my job. (laughs) Because I like making other people happy you know i like yeah, yeah, totally. making other people feel Me comfortable I, and being in like a nice environment where they can feel like happy and see that you're enjoying yourself as well you exactly still get so. like your simple day-to-day pleasures you yeah, for sure yeah. do you know when your your favorite customer comes in yeah, yeah, exactly. and you've got like and you have like good rapport and and then, like, and then, like, it, when it escalates and they invite you to your ha- to their house parties and shit, you're like, whoa, we mates like that. And you're like, damn, like, am I your only friend? Like, <laughs> I don't mind. I don't even mind. I'm still happy. <laughs> yeah. I'll still pretend to go for yeah. a week and then bail at last yeah. minute. <laughs> hey, we've all done Sorry, it. Sorry, Lisa. <laughs> Did that really happen? Is that exactly what happened? A few times. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I did really like you and I do still hold you in high regard. But I just high like you in the context of work, just exactly. not in my life context, which yeah. is bigger. You've got a which, larger scope. You know what? It's like I've, I've noticed that so much with my new job as a flight attendant. I feel like a lot of people that I work with, um, they kind of only want to associate themselves with other people either in their industry or. Oh, just, really? It's yeah, a, it's like, they, like a niche. Like they're like. Oh, like, you know, we're only... Flight attendant party. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, be like, like, one of the guys that I did training with recently um, had a birthday party, and I really wanted to go because, like, he was a really good friend, but then it was the same night as Brooke. Brooke let's get cooked for Brooke. So it was the same oh, yeah, night yeah. as, like, one of my best friends coming back from Bali yeah, right. and having her, like... Um, I was there. It was a good time. Welcoming party. Um, so I was like, 
at a conflict, I was like, oh, I can't really go because I, I'm going to be there from like early hours of the day. So I can't even like pop in and say what's up to uh, my friend Alex. Mm. But um, looking at the photos, it was like all like people that we work with. And also he's from Tassie. So like he probably doesn't have like heaps Melbourne of friends mates. that he yeah has grown up with and things. So he was really relying on you to be there. Well, just <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so well no, no, he like, there was a good turnout. He had a great time. That's the most important thing. <laughs> But I just like I just find it really like yeah. it fun. It was great. I just think it's really strange like seeing like and I know that like all of his best friends are like people that we work with and stuff and like that's so normal, especially for someone that's like new to the city or whatever. But I'm just like, oh my gosh, if all my friends were people that I worked with, like I feel like I wouldn't really be able to have a life. Yeah, because, yeah, totally. Like, no, you my work bonkers. persona is so different from who I really am. Like I feel yeah. like they're like or it's more of like an exaggeration of all like my best features are at work. You yeah, know, where yeah, I'm like yeah. professional and like really nice and happy and bubbly and like mm, easy to be around. Really, I should write this down because I'm terrible. But then like <laughs> being with my friends, I can get a little bit ratchet and just like <laughs> having fun. And like. That's a how do we know that? Yeah, ratchet, ratchet. No love. Oh. Ratchet. <laughs> Yeah, definitely not as wretched as I was in Wellington, so... So shout, shout out, out to, to all my real friends that have, like, <laughs> stayed by me when I was that, my Martin's truest. listening right now. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful sculpture. Thanks, I just made a stack out of three cans of slides that I've been drinking. Um, yeah, drinking. Thank you. Slanging. Um, yeah, I think that's as good a place as any to leave that one. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. Had I'll give you a time. really white high five. Woo! Yay! Aim for the elbow, that's the trick. Yeah, well, that's what I hear, but... Anyway, bye!